news, business news, international, sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. Good morning and welcome to the Daybreak News on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming out this morning, JJA Media Blackouts Directive on how it comes in unfair, says the NPP. NPP postponed Equipim South Parliamentary Primary. Ghana Federation of Labour calls for extension of retirement age. And OSP refers to Cedia Lapaz's case this in Yoko, citing money laundering This business, sports and showbiz is coming. In this morning's bulletin, the news will be read by Awintemi Akansukum. Now, the details. The new patriotic party in the Wutu Senior East has criticized the Ghana Journalist Association's directive to journalists to avoid covering activities involving the constituency's member of parliament, Mavis Hawakumsen. This directive was issued following an attack on a journalist during the NPP's vetting of parliamentary aspirants in Cape Coast. The NPP maintains that neither the planning nor execution of the attack involved the MP's camp, for which reason the directive was unfair. The journalist, Ohine Kwame David from Cape FM, was allegedly attacked during the parliamentary vetting process. Following the incident, he stated that his attackers wore T-shirts bearing the name of Ewutu Senior East MP Mavis Hawakumsen and had previously questioned his reporting against the MP on UTV. David also suggested that his attackers may have mistaken him for his brother, who works at UTV. In response to these allegations, the MP denied any involvement from her camp and called for a thorough investigation. Despite this, the GJA issued a directive Thursday, January 25, 2024, instructing journalists to avoid covering the Ewutu Senior East MP. The Ewutu Senior East NPP leadership has described this directive as unjust. At a press conference, NPP's Ewutu Senior East Constituency Secretary Michael Ade expressed his appointment that the MP's office had not received any further updates on the investigation after the GJA initially contacted the MP. He also took issues with a statement made by the GJA president alleging that the MP associates with the individuals who commit violent acts even at homes and mosques. Mr. Hadi demanded a retraction of this statement and an apology to the MP. The party has urged the GJA to conduct a more comprehensive investigation before drawing any conclusions. The MPP claims to have conducted its own internal investigations within the MP's camp, which found that none of the MP's team members were involved in the attack. Still in the NPP, the national leadership of the new patriotic party has postponed its parliamentary primary in the Equipim South constituency. This is to make way to hear a petition received from the municipal chief executive for Equipim South, Frank Adu. 
Frank Adu petitioned the leadership of the party to allow him to contest the party's parliamentary primary Saturday, January 27, 2024, following the withdrawal of the incumbent MP, Obi Amwa, from the race. Obi Amwa had earlier indicated his unwillingness to seek a fourth term as MP for Equipim South. However, he made a U-turn and picked up nomination forms to seek re-election for the seat. The MPP General Secretary Justin Kodia Frimpong in a statement indicated that the postponement is to allow the leadership to address the concerns raised and called for cooperation from supporters. Now, the Ghana Federation of Labour, GFL, has called for a discussion on the possibility of increasing the retirement age from 60 to 65 years. The Federation argued that it is timely for stakeholders to engage in a conversation about extending the retirement age, providing an opportunity for healthy retirees to continue contributing to the workforce. The Executive Secretary of the Ghana Federation of Labour, Dr. Abraham Kumsen, has been speaking to the media. We were in a program where somebody was going to ret- for retirement and we realized that the person was strong and fit and could have stayed on for a while. So we le- realized that why don't we discuss and put this across for stakeholders and government and see whether some adjustment could be made so that we don't waste these people who have institutional memories to help the growth and development of wherever they will be working. Additionally, Dr. Kumsin emphasized the need to amend the constitution to support this proposal. He argued that even if we go to the judicial sector, I think they spend about 20 years or something so if a judge could be working at the age of 20 it means that at a certain age if you don't have any health challenges the person will be okay to work now the office of the special prosecutor osp has officially handed over its investigation into the financial affairs and assets of former minister for sanitation and water resources cecilia abnadapa to the economic and organized crime office eoko in a statement released thursday january 25 the osp noted the absence of direct evidence of corruption in the seized funds and frozen bank accounts linked to mr pa and her associates the osp clarified that prosecuting matters related to the investigation is beyond its mandate as that falls solely within the jurisdiction of eoko this follows an extensive seven-month investigation by the osp alongside a parallel inquiry conducted by the united states federal bureau of investigation fbi it has thus withdrawn the application to formalize the seizure and freezing of cecilia dapas funds and bank accounts additionally the office has abandoned the criminal trial initiated against the former sanitation minister for non-declaration of assets this move follows a series of in-chamber hearing on the matter for several months the special prosecutor has held funds seized during the investigation of cecilia dapa 
in its custody. The office froze certain bank accounts of Cecilia Dapa over alleged involvement in corruption and corruption-related activities. Cecilia Dapa has persisted in her denial of the accusation. Initially, an appeal at the Court of Appeal and a statutory application on a decision to expedite the hearing time hindered the process. Subsequently, the original judge took leave, necessitating the appointment of a new judge for the case. Now, straight to some business this morning. The Bank of Ghana is prepared to continue the necessary structural reforms to revive the country's shaky economy. It emphasizes the importance of vigilance and commitment in realigning the country's economic situation. Following the approval of the second $600 million tranche from the International Monetary Fund, Dr. Ennis Addison, Governor of the Bank of Ghana, stated, We remain confident about the ongoing recovery process and would want to stress the importance of executing the needed structural reforms to support a better functioning of the economy. He also stated that the reforms would secure the long-term viability of performance, adding that the Bank of Ghana will continue to observe both internal and global factors and respond properly to ensure the continuation of last year's decreasing inflation trend. Dr. Addison stressed hope for early recapitalization to improve banking sector resilience and effective financial intermediation to accelerate macroeconomic growth. Now, moving to some sports this morning. Ghana Football Association GFA Vice President McAdo has been named as a chairman of the five-man committee tasked to name a new head coach for the Black Stars. According to report, the long-tenured administrator will lead the committee made up of football stakeholders drawn from Ministry of Youth and Sports and retired Ghanaian football fraternity. Lawyer Ace Ankuma, sports psychologist Professor Joseph Kwame Minta, Black Stars and Kumasi Asante Kotoko legend Opoku Nti, and Chief Director of the Ministry of Youth and Sport, William C. Zakati, would report to the GFA Vice President on matters of Chris Hilton's replacement. Ghana crashed out of the 2023 AFCON in Cote d'Ivoire after failing to win a game in three Group B games. The Black Stars lost 1-2 to Cape Verde and drew 2-2 with Egypt and Mozambique, respectively. City Sports understands that the next Black Stars head coach must be named in three weeks as Ghana prepares for the international football window in March. Ghana's new coach must meet the criteria of a disciplinarian an apt tactician with over 15 years coaching experience and must be a proven winner. To show Baines, veteran Kumewund actress Messi Asiedu has refuted rumors of her death. The veteran actor used her TikTok page to show her fans that she is alive and currently residing in the United States of America, USA. Mercy Asidu expressed her frustration with Amazing TV, a YouTube channel, for spreading the false report. She was upset about the fear and panic that the rumor have caused to her family, friends, and fans. 
The actress assured her fans and well wishes that she is alive and healthy and advised them to disregard the misleading report. And that's how we draw curtains on the Daybreak News on Ghana Talks Radio. Log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us, Ghana Talks Radio, on all social media platforms. You can as well download the GTR app from your app store or Google Play to listen. The news was read by Awintemi Akansukumase. Thanks so much for making time. Good morning. Get it big. Get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio.